Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Behold, 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 Yo. a pale podcast. Ooh. We, uh, <laughs> we, we come to y'all with a, with a tale of an unfortunate endeavor going on around us all today. Um, yeah. You know, we're going to, we can't really warn you, it's already in place, it's already moving and grooving. Um, but the great reset, of course, as in the title somewhere, I assume you guys are very VIP out there listening right now, because you're hearing right from the horse's mouth before we've even created a name for this episode, you know what the fuck we're about to begin to do. All right. So the great reset, you know, when I first think of the great reset, me personally, I think of like, uh, you know, the comet deal, like the great, the ultimate reset, you know what I mean? Where it, it comes a plopping on you, or maybe a nice plague, you know, maybe a nice fucking sickness that devours everybody on the earth. Um, but that's kind of what I think of in the, like an ultimate of resetting. But, no, but there's a different, there's a different reset going on. There's a more of a financial reset going on, you know. Um, of course, today we're, we're, we're accompanied by Brother Alex and Brother Jeff. Yep. And, uh, Jeff, Pop in. Well, actually, we got to give you another name because there is another Jeff on the show. There is. Um, there's a scary Jeff, scary Jeff Jr. And then there, we got to give him a good name for you. But uh, Jeff, that's in attendance this evening. Uh, what's your? What do you know about the Great Reset? What it is? The Great Reset is about a guy named Klaus Schwab who. It came up with the World Economic Forum in 1971, mm-hmm. and his he's a family member of Hitler. his father is a family member of Hitler or something like that. And a so family member of Hitler, it, yes, or Hitler Youth. I think it's like Hitler Youth or something, something like that. They're like entwined, some shit like that. I don't know. Been trained. He's been trained with the heart of Hitler. Then, yes. yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And so they want to micromanage. People um, kill off half of the population because it's their house. They built it. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to rule the world and have AI run everything. They don't need people anymore. And it's a bunch of hell. That's coming. It's already started, people. It's uh, some crazy stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know. They, you know, I will pop a little into some some of the, the the madness of it all, but it's um, you know, definitely population control and the AI takeover is definitely something that I think everybody can almost like yeah. understand. Even if you're not really a conspiracy theorist, I think you can understand that AI uh, will, if not already is, become a problem. You know what I mean to a degree. Uh, it already has. Google is Google is very sentient. 
Well, yeah, it's kind of like, you, you know, that go, it's a, a control deal where they just kind of want, you know, you're allowed to know what they let you. Um, you know what I mean? Which is an yep. unfortunate task. And population control well, might be one of the most scariest of things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, very, it makes a lot of sense to a degree that it would happen because, uh, the, you know, there's a lot of people on the earth doing a lot of bad things that ain't quite protecting the earth. And, uh, like I've said before, the earth is kind of, you know, I think humanity kind of looks at, or the earth kind of looks at humanity almost like a disease a little bit. And I think that it might have yeah. to throw a big old bucket of chemo on us one of these days, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah try and save itself uh type vibe but we'll uh you know we'll get a to get a little deeper into the great reset as what it is you know we'll go from we'll hear from the, the scientist uh, our scientist on on the spot you know now the great reset <clears throat> uh, initiative is the name of an economic recovery plan drawn up by the world economic forum the wef you know vince mcmahon used to uh run that back in the day in Wait, response- what? Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 hold up. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're very new to the show. You don't understand my humor yet. <laughs> Alex, no Alex. one understands your humor. <laughs> Not even I, and I've known you for a while with humorous. Now, things. before I cry, in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, the project was launched in June of 2020 with the video featuring Charles, <laughs> the Prince of Wales, uh, rele- released to mark its launch. The initiative's stated aim uh, to facilitate rebuilding from the global COVID-19 crisis, which in a way uh, prioritizes sustainable development. You know what I mean? You know, some people will, uh, you know, you get into the, the people that believe that the pan diesel was all a big old, a big old show moving towards something like this. You can't, you know, I forget who said it back in the day. Real long time ago in a lecture, I should know this. Uh, a hawk will know because I've brought this up right twenty times in the show. The whole deal about the if you want everybody to get together and be easy to like kind of m- maneuver, you got to have an enemy from the sky that they don't see that they just yeah. have to kind of have faith in you that you'll protect them from. Almost like a Santa Claus type deal where you would say, "Well, you better be good because if you're not, when Santa Claus comes down your chimney, he might not leave you a gift. He might." He might pull out that bloody Santa Claus blade that he keeps on his hip where he's cutting. Yeah. Because, you know, for anybody out there that don't know about bad Santa, you know, bad Santa comes around and they cut you, cut your throat, you know, doesn't care how old you are, just cut your throat up. And then back in the sheath it goes. Now, the yeah. WEP yeah, chief executive officer, Klaus Schwab, which Jeff was just talking about that guy. He described three core components of the Great Reset, create, uh, creating conditions for a stakeholder economy. Now, building in a more resilient, equitable, and sustainable way, utilizing environmental, social, and governments uh, metrics and the harness uh, harnessing of innovations of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. In her speech opening with the Dialogues, International Monetary Fund, uh, Director Kraslina Georgieva listed three key aspects of the sustainable response to COVID-19. <clears throat> That's green growth, you know what I mean? Describe the hypothetical path of the economic growth that is environmentally sustainable based on the understanding that as long as the growth remains a prominent goal, uh, decoupling the economic growth and from resources will be all right, supposedly. You know? Smarter growth. You know what I mean? That means you want to be thinking smart, thinking with your, with your, your mind, not your heart, your mind. You know what I mean? Um, that's, that's, that's a little troublesome. I think your gut instinct is very important. Um, I think, uh, it goes deep into that, deep into that psychosis of your mind where, you know, we don't use the whole deal. I do think that your gut instinct, you should always trust your gut. I think that there's something really to that. There's a little, it's almost a little, a little touch of truth in the world where you're just given the answer and sometimes you, you know, accept it. Sometimes you brush it off and then fairer growth, which I believe fairer growth is, uh, it's more of a, it's a business thing for the farmers, right? Like, like farmers market type deal. I'm sure destroy all the farmers that don't want to give us uh, very cheap food. And then yeah, and destroy all the food factories too. Yeah. 
Now, the Great Reset was to be the theme of the 2021 World Economic Forum Annual Summit in Davos, Switzerland. I know all three yeah. of us attended that. We all went to that. We had VIP tickets and meet and greet. Wait, you went, you went there? You're not getting my humor, man. You're not getting my humor. Ah. <laughs> the, 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 the best way to do it is... Uh, just tune me out completely while I read this. Now, oh, scheduled for January 2021, uh, due to disruption from COVID-19, the summit has uh, was postponed. See, we didn't go. In May 2021, uh, and again in 2022, so they don't want to talk about this is what it sounds like. Now, the Davos in 2022 theme was history at a turning point. So there you go. They're, they're planning something. And the summit was dominated by the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. So what do you think about this stuff here? Off the bat. They don't want this talked about. It's almost one of those things where they kind of want to usher it through without maybe uh, discussion. You know what I mean? Um. You guys think something like a Russian invasion of Ukraine, which is horrible? What's your take on something like that being orchestrated? Because at the end of the day, it's just political people that are all friends, and they could go. And you know, it'd be kind of, it'd be kind of nice if you did all this terrible stuff and brought the attention on you for a little bit while I did this. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's it's, I'm the the fact is. Uh, whether this is part of the reset or not, yes. it could very yes. possibly be. But this all was uh, started and planned back when um, the reason why Trump got uh, elected, um, you know, and became president uh, for his first term was that Putin wanted Trump in so that uh, his plan of the Russian invasion of Ukraine would be a lot easier and, and possibly even have American support. But because things didn't go 100% as planned, because Putin thought that he was going to keep his stooge into um, till next uh, for two terms. So when he uh, decided to go after Ukraine, he didn't quite have the support from the Americas that he was expecting. Mm. So he had one last person on his side. Well, he was uh, creating a uh, havoc down in Ukraine. Now, the Great Reset Initiative and the World Economic Forum more generally have been criticized by some commentators for promoting economic deregulation and greater role in policy for private businesses, particularly large multinational corporations at the expense of government institutions. <clears throat> you know, so that, you know... That's where the corruption comes in, I feel like. If anybody's kind of think, trying to think of, okay, what's the ground level, put my foot in the door uh, of this type vibe where, um, you know, what, what would it all kind of stem from? You know what I mean? And I think that it all kind of stems from money. That's the boiling point of all of it, money and power, you know what I mean? So, you, you know, you add that to the beginning of the equation and you kind of get the vibe that, you know, it's not too far off, so to speak. You know what I mean? What yeah, I mean, I mean, when you're dealing with powerful people that want to keep their influence and their power and all that, and of course keep the money going in, you know, I mean, they don't care what happens to everyone else. They're they're all you know using everyone as puppets. Whether they're mm -hmm. using Putin uh, attacking Ukraine as a puppet or vice versa. The real question is, who's the one exactly pulling the strings? And I don't think in the end we're going to end up finding out because, you know, the people that we think are pulling the strings, before you know it, you find out that they're not the ones. There's someone even bigger behind them. Right. Well, yeah. politics are like wrestling, you know what I mean? I feel like I think that all the politicians, no matter Democrat or Republican, they're all in the fucking... Backstage locker room, being friends. Yep. It's just the audience. It's the audience, yeah. which is the public. They think that they're they got their hero. They got their hero. They you know, who they want to win the match. At the end yeah. of the day, you know, none yeah, of they're them, all working together. The I passion, mean, that, yeah, the passions yeah. of the people. You know, 
much like you, like everything else, you know, the passions and the people. So, like, you got these kind of figures that really don't believe in what they're saying. They're reading from scripts and stuff, and they're whoever pays top dollar gets yep. commercial play. You know what I mean? Out of their mouth, and it's just like one of those ordeals. Um, yeah, I mean, once people get into power, they want to stay there. That's the most important thing to them. So, like, you got these gigantic corporations that are you know, all over the world, you know, not just in our soil, but every soil that they got, they got claim to. And um, they don't want that to go away. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, going with that, I mean, just uh, looking at uh, just uh, since we brought up the whole invasion of Ukraine by Putin. Yeah. I mean, the fact is that he out, out of every, I'm not saying that he's the only one, but he definitely, uh, and I think really, uh, uh, added to why he decided to, uh, invade Ukraine when he did was the fact that he, he's so desperate to stay in power because he knows as soon as he loses his power, they're going to kill him. Because yep. he's done so m- many underhanding dealings. I mean, he was ahead of the KGB for many years. And the fact is that if he ever lost the power of the presidency, which he holds on, then he will lose the the only um, shield of armor that he has. And those that support him now wouldn't support him when he was a president. I mean, just recently, um, I think uh, one of his high advisors, uh, someone that I call like the um, brain of... of Russia or something, like yeah. one of his high advisors, his daughter got blown up in a car recently. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, they're making a big thing saying, oh, the uh, Ukrainians, you know, were trying to kill the top advisor to Putin, but because he switched cars with his daughter, she ended up dead and not him. But, I mean, to be perfectly honest... I bl- I would not be surprised if Putin and and his you know advisor planned to blow up his daughter and try to use it as a false flag and blame the yep. Ukrainians trying to get support against the Ukrainians. Which I mean, I mean anyone I think with even two two brain cells can look at and and see that uh, it, it's it's more likely that it's the Russians. You know, killing this poor girl just as a way of trying to get more, um, you know, people on their side, which I don't think in the long run is going to happen because I think by now everyone can see through all of Putin's bullshit. Plus, also, fact is, the Russians have made it very clear with all their dealings that killing their own people, okay, just to uh, prove a point or just to convince people that oh the people I'm going after attacked us we are we are right in what we're doing but you yep. know it, it's like come on dude we all know the game that you guys play I would not put it uh, uh, beside them to say hey this killed this guy's daughter just to uh, try to make people think that the Ukrainians did well all all the superstar uh, dictators kill their own people. You know what I mean? Yeah. If someone killed his, but, but his no daughter. One got does killed, it as, no one does it as well as the Russians, though. <clears throat> his daughter got killed? Putin's daughter got killed? No, 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 no. Uh, Putin's like, uh, advisor, some big brain that supposedly always uh, is working for Putin. His daughter got killed. Trying to claim that, oh, they were after him, but cold, they accidentally man. blew up his daughter. Hard shit, you know what I mean. Uh, this, you know, it's unfortunate yeah, and, and, the family. The first, yeah, yeah, and and like I said, it's obvious that Putin and and the guy's like, hey, you know what? Uh, let's kill her, make it look like the Ukrainians <laughs> did it, and maybe get some support. It's um some wild stuff, you know what I mean? You know, now the initiative. Yeah. You know, Putin, uh, he's definitely on that superstar magazine of dictators, you know what I mean, to go back to that wrestling deal. You know, there's little 
there's little kids all over the world with Putin and his tights on that superstars of dictatorship posters all over their bedrooms everywhere. Uh, it's a crazy deal. Now, the initiative triggered a range of diverse conspiracy theories spread by the American far right and the conservative commentators on social media, such as the Facebook and the Twitter. I guess Instagram wasn't rocking around that time, um, which yeah. it was. I don't know what that. Yeah, it wasn't hip enough, I guess, to be. Uh, but such theories include the, the base, baseless claims that the COVID-19 pandemic was created by a secret group in order to seize control of the global economy, you know. Uh, yeah. The lockdown restrictions were deliberately designed to reduce economic meltdown, you know, yep. or that the global elite was attempting to abolish private property while using COVID-19 enslave humanity with vaccines. Exactly. Now, the Great Reset conspiracy theories increased in intensity when leaders such as the U.S. President Joe Biden, the New Zealand Prime Minister, Minister Jacinda Ardern, and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, incorporated... He's a puppet. He's a student of Klaus Schwab. Well, they're all kind of puppets. I think anybody... Any politician you see on TV is a puppet for somebody. Now, they incorporated ideas of a post-COVID-19 reset in their speeches. Yeah. It's an interesting take on it when you pop it like that in their speeches. But it's like, you know, it's one of those deals where it's kind of like... if they're thinking, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a play on words. And I wonder if they do it to stir up ruckus. You know what I mean? Cause when you can, I can see somebody going, okay, we gotta, we gotta kickstart. You know what I mean? We gotta, we gotta start over and we gotta do this great reset. Um, after this, cause you know, I can see somebody with like, with, I guess, good heart about things. That could mean one thing where it means like, you know, we got to get shit going again for the positive, you know what I mean? And then on the negative, of course, the Great Reset is what we're talking about today. But I do think that these politicians, I think they, you know, no, no, you know, bad press, there's no such thing as bad press type deal. So even if they're, if they're making their words feed into the conspiracy theories, I think it's still talking about them and stuff. And um, I think that that they, they encourage dialogue that confuses people and gets people upset for no reason yep. well, for their reason at least you know what i mean um yeah i mean you keep everyone upset then you know they're busy uh, uh fighting amongst each other so they can do whatever they want and people will accept what um those in charge say as long as they can live their lives the way they want to I mean, the only time you get people to actually rise up against any great power is when they think that they're not going to be able to enjoy their life the way that they want to. Uh, yeah, as long as it's someone else's hurting, not them. Yeah, because one of Klaus Schwab's quotes is, we must prepare for a more angry world. That's the thing. You know, yep. You know, it's definitely unfortunate, you know, and it's, it's, you know, very easy to see that the dividing of people is like the big thing here. Like, that's their big. Yep. You look at it, you can tell that that's what's going on, but it's kind of sad that, like, people can't all look at it and figure it out. And that's, that's really like the beginning to any change. You know what I mean? People talk about what would it take for something like this to get better. And it really would be for the people, for society to kind of uni- unify, you know what I mean, in a big way. You know, the same yeah. unity that, the same unity that our whole country seen after, like, 9-11, when everybody was, like, very pro-America and everybody was your friend, I guess, unless you were, like, Middle Eastern. You know, it was tough that for was you. That was planned out, too. That was yeah. planned out. But, um, yeah, it's one of those deals. So, real quickly, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to go back at what they were saying of their their conspiracies, and then we'll pop into it a little bit with some of the theories and some opinions. So first up, you know, the theory that COVID-19 pandemic was created by a secret group in order to seize control of the global economy. Now, much like all these theories, I feel like there's two, there's two, you can ride multiple things, you know what I mean? Like, um, 
Like, I don't know fully where I sit with. I'd have to hear all the evidence. I don't want to lose all my money like Alex Jones. But I feel like when it comes to these things, you can kind of ride both sides of the bus on it where it's like, do I believe that the super elite, in order to gain more power for more time, would set something like this up? Uh, yeah, I do think they'd yeah. do it. Do I think that, you know, they, they do I, I don't, I wouldn't put anything past them. You know what I mean? It's kind of a dark de- deal, but I feel like uh, dark people do dark things. You know what I mean? And you gotta, you gotta kind of be careful when you're dealing with these folks. But uh, what do you guys feel? Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. As far as the pandemic being created by a secret group in order to control the global economy, what's your, what, where do you put your uh, finger on that one? Well, here's the thing. Um, I I believe that that the pandemic itself, okay, COVID-19 and all that, I think that just, you know, happened in the fact that uh, we, I mean, as a society, as as a a world society, we were... um, Kind of, kind of, uh, prime for a, um, a, a, an outbreak. I mean, that was the case before Trump took office and it was talked about, uh, when Obama was in office. And that's why he was, uh, stockpiling a lot of things to try to prevent us having like, uh, the lockdown and all that, which happened, uh, when COVID-19 hit our shores. Now, I am not surprised that you have those in power being opportunists seeing COVID-19 and the pandemic hit us and seeing that, knowing how it was going to affect the economy and everything going on, seizing that to make as much money as they could and to uh, push their uh, agenda forward. Yeah, I believe that... They actually had the agenda planned out that was going to take even a little longer, but yep. because of the pandemic happening, it sped up their plans. It was like, you know, finding the winning lottery tickets. They were like, oh, you know, instead of doing this over a 10 or 20 year or 30 or 40 year plan, they're like, shit, with this, we can speed up everything we had planned. And that was a big thing that Trump was in, 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 in the head of, of helping push everything forward. And that's why we're in the situation we are in right now. Yeah. The Agenda 21 ordeal. Yeah, that's what that, that was called. Uh, yeah. What, what were you going to say, Jeff? You had something to say, Jeffy? Uh, uh, what was I going to say? You know, about, um, the, about sure. them being, about a, the elite starting COVID to take over uh, for eco, for financial gain. Yeah, that was totally part of it. And, like, the COVID-19 was planned out months before um, it happened. Like, they, they did a tabletop exercise about that. Yeah. It was a tabletop exercise. Yeah. Now, when it comes to, you know, the lockdown restrictions were deliberately designed to induce economic meltdown. Um, Yeah, I can get part of it, too. Yes, there's a lot more than that going on. I think there's a whole psychological meltdown going on where you put people you tell people that they can't leave their house for two years or they're going to die. Yeah, fucking that's heavy. That's pretty fucking heavy. I think that, you know, we all went through it. So it was crazy for us. But I think when they look back at that time and kind of the situation, they'll go, that was really fucking wild. You know what I mean? Because, you know, for two years. It was, um, yeah, it was like sort of psychological warfare. Cause like people like couldn't leave their home. They couldn't see their family. Like it made people like suicidal. Cause like it made them depressed. A lot of suicides, you know, we talked up, you know, earlier on this whole show, we talked, we, the show kind of popped off around the COVID time and we were talking about the the thing that people don't ever realize is like, you take someone that's maybe like, um, you know, an alcoholic or a drug addict or something that in recovery, you know, they need to hit those meetings. And that's like, imagine being that, you know, they say boredom is like, 
the worst thing for like an addict because then you, you, you know, you get bored and you're like, fuck, like, uh, it's just get drunk or high, you know what I mean? And it's like, you got that boredom of being yeah. there and you also add that boredom to the fact that, um, you can't go in and go talk to somebody. I mean, I guess you could call your sponsor up, but much like everything, I think being there in person, physically being, you know, shaking a hand, getting a hug, having somebody put their hand on your shoulder or whatever while you tell your story is probably a big part of that whole recovery thing. So, like, the fact that people couldn't get that, I think yeah. nobody talked about nobody talked about the darkness of that. You can also play into the thing about how, like, um, you know, how the kids were out of school and they're not developing. Like, yeah. The kids that there's a certain time in kids' lives where you need interaction and you need to develop as like a for personality and shit like that. Yeah. I think that that there's going to be a generation or you know some that are kind of really fucked up. There won't be a generation because the kids are going to be all fucking um, factory made and fucking in the lab. To go to go deeper into it, you know, I don't wish it on those kids, but it's almost like those kids. Like, if you wouldn't want to throw a conspiracy on that, I think the conspiracy would be the fact that they're, they're kind of, they, they're, they weaken the minds a little bit. So when you get to a place where they say, you need to be on this medication, don't ask questions, they put them on it, or you need to follow, AI is going to take care of you now because you can't take care yeah. of yourself. And that'll, yeah. be, that'll be the big thing. Like, that's what that problem turns into. We're chipping you. That's what that problem turns into. I mean, there's so many different little drops in the water that are their own little problems, you know what I mean? Like, once you go into these discussions, you can really start picking about, picking apart a lot of everything, not just, like, kind of the, the, the front-line stuff. Um, now, Alex, real quick, what did you think about, you know, the, the, the lockdown restrictions, you know? Of course, you know, you can say something like, nobody knew what they were dealing with. So like, you kind of had to be that crazy about it. Um, but I, you know, the lockdown, it's, it's a weird deal where I don't, it all depends. Like if, if I, if I was to believe the story of what, you know, how it came about, then yeah, maybe I guess, the, and they couldn't handle it, then a lockdown's uh, in order. But like, if they kind of knew what they were messing around with, you know what I mean? And it wasn't so accidental, then I definitely could see the, the damage that would come and why they would want to do a lockdown. It's a control thing too. You you know, them telling, I remember at one point during COVID pandemic times, it was, if you were, if they caught you like on, I remember, I don't know if it went into crate in the rule, but I remember it was getting to a point where it was like, if you were, you know, driving around, you could get in trouble for it. Like you, you know, you weren't even supposed to be out of your house. You know what I mean? I, I drove, I drove everywhere. I drove everywhere no matter what. I, I didn't give a shit. I, I drove everywhere. Yeah, no, I hear you. But Alexander, what do you think about yeah. the restrictions and the lockdown what, uh, design? To- well, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that uh, the way I see it is there, there's really two uh, groups that uh, you got those who uh, were trying to combat the situation, and then you got those that were trying to uh, get rich off the situation. And both of them kind of going head to head. Now the fact is that that I think it was a combination of both. You had those that wanted to manipulate and control everything. Yeah, saw an opportunity with uh, with uh, the um, pandemic. I mean, if you actually go and look at when right before it hit our shores. A lot of CEOs of big companies suddenly retired. Right. Okay? That's because Trump called them up and says, hey, dudes, you know, this is coming. Okay? You know, you might want to, you know, hedge your bets and, you know, retire and let, you know, someone else deal with it. And then, of course, at the same time, other friends got up and started, you know, raking in the money on the masks and all the other uh, things that we needed in the very beginning of the pandemic. Imagine do shit. <laughs> do more I mean, Alex- good. Alexander, I know, I know how you feel about the Trumpster, and I'm neither here or there on him. But you don't think that like the opposite side of like the Clintons or something weren't hitting up their people, and you don't think they know people that are powerful well, enough to let yeah, them know but, something's but, coming. But 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 the thing is, yeah. is 
that Trump Clinton, okay, they're the same. They're the right. same. Yep. Okay. Clinton, okay, and Trump. Okay. They're they're blood brothers. Okay. Okay. They're best friends. Okay. Same thing with mm. Hillary and all that. It's okay? wrestling, yeah. Now okay. the thing is the reason I bring up Trump is Trump was the captain of the ship at the time. So the yeah. Clintons, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the Clintons were doing. The Clintons could be, you know, telling their friends what to do, but that doesn't matter because they weren't the president at the time. Now the one, the one thing that they I don't always, count. the one thing I always find interesting with Alex that <laughs> I think I, I differ with opinion with on Alex is that the, I don't think, I don't think the presidents actually hold much power. I think it's they're more puppets and it's more people above nope. them no, uh, telling li- them what li- to do. Nope. Listen, listen. Yeah. Okay, yes, you you can argue that, and and the fact is that the uh, companies and all that yeah. are the ones that are behind the president and all that. But right. the fact is, okay, yeah, the companies can do what they can with their own president and controlling them. Now, the difference between Trump and some of the other presidents was the fact that he went off script, okay? He wasn't listening to the people giving him advice. I mean, if you actually listen to, like, all the different things with Trump, that he had, you know, all these companies, all these people that had backed him that were saying, okay, don't say this, do it like this. And Trump just didn't care. He he pretty much is like, you know, the guy after, like, uh, someone who murdered someone and then stands up like, yeah, I killed him, so what? I mean, that that's... And the fact is, then, Trump went on and made a big thing about this being a hoax and all that. That was all part of the plan with him and also the companies that backed him to Mm. make people fall into a low sense of, you know, oh, this, this not worry about it. And that's why a lot of people ended up getting sick and dying. Because it was all set up with Trump and the, and the different paid companies to set it up so that they could get people to a point where they're scared enough to, you know, spend all this money on the masks and, and other stuff that really didn't do anything. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. And I always respect your decision. I, I, I just kind of, I feel like there's a Vince McMahon of the wrestling political world out there that you don't see him on TV wrestling in the ring, but he's telling those people who's going down for well, count. Yeah, but, but I mean, but the thing is yeah. that, I mean, everyone is, is part and, and, and people trying to say, Oh, Trump was better than the Clintons or vice versa. No, they're the same goddamn people. Okay. They're working together. The fact is yep. that, you know, whether, you know, the Clintons were telling their buddies to do the same thing, that's, that's, that's fine with them for the simple fact they weren't manipulating the, uh, the entire, um, population like Trump was. I mean, the thing is they're both evil and they both do bad things, but the thing is Trump was the one steering, uh, Titanic into the, the iceberg. And think- guess what? We hit the iceberg. I think they both fear the boss. You know what I mean? I think both those folks, both those those cartoon characters fear the boss who's in charge because the boss is big trouble. And it almost be it almost be you know it almost. In, in speaking of the boss, I'd almost say that you know the, I bet some assassinations have gone down that have been coming straight down from the boss. You know what I mean? When you see a big a big assassination go down that's coming down from the boss, whether it's our yeah. from our one yep. of our one of our uh, our superstar dictators or somebody else's, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're trying to I dictate mean, with the great is a perfect example. Epstein you know I mean? is a but, perfect example of that. But I definitely you know, I think they may you know, in in the uh, as powerful as I think the boss is to all these people is I think that like I almost feel like even like a dude that would be JFK Dizzle if he if he had beef with the boss if he had beef with the boss and there was possible talks around the campfire him letting the public know about the boss or you know maybe going against the boss publicly I think that would be I think he lost his mind over something like that 
but you know, like like we talked about on the show many many a time with big murders, it's like a lot of there's a lot of play. You know, there's 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 the government people that would kind of stop protecting him and, and leave a door open, so to speak, for someone to come in and take the whack. I think there's a lot of that going on in all these cases of you know. So yeah, but I mean, then you of course have a lot of cases where the big boss, whoever it is, who's pulling all the strings, yeah. you know. They, they they bring out like someone like Trump to keep everyone uh you know fighting each other so you know well, yeah. you don't know what's going on right but you know Absolutely. but I mean the thing is uh, to uh try to say that you know Trump's you know not as guilty as someone else is bullshit I mean he's as guilty if not more guilty than most of all the other politicians up there yeah. And the thing is, the reason that we have the trouble that we have, I mean, Trump was right in the middle of that. And he steered us right into the pandemic iceberg. All right. Well, what do you think about the uh, attempting to abolish private property? They want, they want to get rid of cars, too, and private land. Just I, uh, you know, cars, I almost support taking rid of cars because they're such a fucking hassle sometimes. Often I've sat outside. I've stood outside a mechanic's fucking shop and gown. You know what? I wish that there was no cause, so every fucking mechanic would go out of business. That you know, ever fucked me out of money, done me wrong, so they got nothing. I'll drive a fucking trolley everywhere I need to go to get some revenge back on that. You know what I mean? You so, can't go to uh, Florida on a trolley. You can't go to fucking New Mexico on a trolley. How you how you travel? I'm gonna build a rocketeer jetpack and go wherever the fuck I want to go. You guys remember that movie from the 90s, The Rocketeer? Yeah. I got to wear special leather pants so I don't burn my legs up. Um, I, de- I, definitely deal with, uh, I definitely deal with the happenings. That the private property thing, like going in and you, you, you would want to take farmlands, of course. You would want to take property that competitors, uh, you know, business corporation competitors have their shit. It's the same you way like... Oh, nothing and be happy. It's the same thing when, like, there's a small a small business in a in a shop of different stores, and they all pay rent. And then, if you know, you, you got if you, you buy the you got you get get them out of there and buy the building type deal. And then you know, buy the building, get them out of there, and then it's now all your deal. You know, it's really just it's all the small stuff in a big way. That's kind of all the what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, so I definitely, yeah, I definitely vibe with that being, a, you know, if we're, if we're going with everything else of the, di- the darkness, that's all money and greed. So like, which I think moves it all. And also, you know, to in, the, the vaccines, enslaving humanity with vaccines. That's another discussion. To have. Killing them. It's kind of a weird deal there. You know, again, it's like what in one hand you have, you have good hearted people trying to save humanity and the other hand well, they, you have they don't know what's in the vaccines that's why you don't you don't know well, that's the crazy and it, 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 it's uh, there's there's there the crazy thing about it you can always see both sides of the fence i feel like yeah it's rushed so like it wasn't but then it's like you should really know you know being rushing anything into your body especially during times when you're having you know health concerns with fucking covid floating around anyways you ain't gonna want to never go health it was never about health all about control it's all about MasterCards. So, what do you think about that one, Jeff? Go further about that, the enslavement with vaccines. So, the vaccines are meant to kill people as part of their depopulation program. And as Bill Gates has told us, we, we're doing a really good job. We, we got to get good vaccines and just inject and just shoot them right into the kids' arms. Like, it's just, what population control, man? Population control. Like, there's a doctor's oath. Why is it, um, do no harm? And the vaccines have harmed people and their families and killed the, like, family members. Like, well, the medical, you know, everything gets corrupted. Like, it, you know, every job's just a job for people and every, it can be corrupted. So, like, if you got a bit, you got dog, you know, big, big pharma folk and people making medicines. Yeah, they tell you they'll give you a little kickback if you sell their medication. You're probably going to sell their medication, you know what I mean? And it's weird. I guess you'd kind of have to put it yourself in in the shoes of everybody where, the, you know, everybody listening and us here where we work. It's like if you were in your environment 
and somebody was to come back and just say, hey, do this, do what you already do for fucking money. You know what I mean? It's a weird yeah. vibe. So I can see the, but it's definitely some greed shit, which is unfortunate. But, I, you know, unfortunately, it'll always be there. They'll never, you know, they'll never be greed. I couldn't imagine a world without greed. Like, it kind of runs on greed. You know, it almost has to in a way to continue to be moving so quick. And, oh, it's an interesting vibe. But um, so the the other one, the follow-up with the population control, um, you know, the Agenda 21 thing, I think it was like by 2024 and or 2026, I forget what it was at the time, but they wanted to cut down the population by like almost half or something like that. Yeah. And it kind of... So, yeah. Have you heard, the, have you heard about the, the Georgia Guidestones? Yeah. Yeah. First one, maintaining population under 5,000. They they need the population to be at five thousand so they control people more easily. Right. Well, those guidestones are crazy. If I did, didn't they recently get like broken or something like that? Yeah. Which is so, kind of so crazy. Going back, um, so the, the World Economic Forum was was yeah. founded in the seventies, right. and then the Georgia Guidestones were built in the eighties. So that's kind of, that kind of correlates to the NWO uh, agenda. Yeah. The, uh, and I remember, supposedly some rich dude put them together, like a Bill Gates type deal or a Steve Jobs yeah. type vibe. Um, and yeah, I know that they recently just fucking, they, they, they just, somebody either, either, I think lightning supposedly hit it. There was something crazy like lightning hit one of them or the whole deal or whatever the vibe was. So, like, there's, uh, three theories about that. So one of them, yeah. someone drove up. And bombed it. Two, it was, it was, it was lightning. Or three, it was dues. Direct energy uh, weapons. Yeah, I mean, it's been there for fucking a long time, right? From 1980 yeah. to 2022. Yeah. Um, so now they're going to they're rebuild it. And the CEO of Pfizer is uh, going to pay for it. I wonder if he'll say all the stuff it's supposed to say. It's almost like when they re- rewrite the Bible and stuff like that. It's almost like they're gonna. Yes, one one of the um, things I read that um, Cultural is gonna have on the um, stones. It'll say, "You owe nothing and be happy." Well, yeah, probably obey. It'll be obey like from they live. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. You got to wear the 3D glasses to catch it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very uh, interesting. And that's crazy because, yeah, the fucking, I remember um, the inscription was crazy, you know, and I got it right here. It said, you know, it had 10 rules that everybody should live by, you know what I mean, for a better world. Uh, one, maintain humanity under Probably 500 million. Now, public, you need to die. There you go. And perpetual balance with nature. So you throw nature on there, you sound a little more like Charlie Manson, and uh, it makes sense. Like Charlie would make sense. That makes sense. Because you, I really I really do feel like, you know, I don't want anybody to be killed. It's a weird deal. I don't want anybody to ever be killed over anything. But, like, I think that one day there would probably be an issue. I mean, the earth don't really get much bigger. If anything, it gets smaller. Um, and uh, you don't want to deal with that. Uh, number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. You know, they just had the big deal with reproduction, you know, with the, that, that deal getting overturned or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah so, like, it's kind of right on time. We like, yep. it, it works. It's like a crazy, like, that'll be different. Number two will probably be different, you know what I mean, coming back up around again. Uh, number th- three, unite humanity with a living new language. So, yeah, they've, you know, I've always heard about how they want to try and do almost like the New World Order type deal, uh, you know, ha- have all one language, all one government type deal. Um, it's an interesting thing, you know what I mean? The, the human language thing, it almost kind of makes sense to a degree, but then it's like, what do you do? Do you pick one person's or do you start your own? And, uh, of course, you probably have to, I'd say pick somebody else's because starting your own would be a weird thing. You know what I mean? Unless we, we start t- talking with our minds. Okay. Um, rule passion. 
Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with a te- with tempered reason. Interesting. Uh, do you guys have any opinion on that one? Everybody's cool with that one. All right, number five. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. That one ain't going to be <laughs> taken in on that's, that's not even happening right now. That's not even happening right now. I think that's going to be the obey one. That's where it's going to just say obey. It's going to yeah. be like, uh, yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird vibe. Number six, let all nations rule internally resolving external disputes in the world court. Huh. So I think as everybody, everybody would have say on everybody else's issues and kind of figure it out. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like a good thing, but it would be probably used as a bad thing when you really break it down, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> avoid, avoid petty laws and useless officials. That won't be there. That, ain't, that won't be joining us again. Now the avoid petty laws thing is kind no, of no. No, I mean, yeah. Uh, the yeah, petty law too thing. Too many people that have 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 too much power with uh, 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 their uh, useless positions. Now, use, useless officials definitely, but that's one of those big ones that, like, man, they're not going to dig that, or they'll be figuring out a way to, you know, consider themselves useful. You know what I mean? Like, why they're getting eight million dollar. You know, vacation times. Now, balance personal rights and social duties. It's a good one. Prize, truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. We definitely prize beauty. Not so much truth. Middle of the ground on love. You know, we prize some love every now and then. Seeking harmony with the infinite. Sounds like seek, finding peace with death. Finding peace with the death we're about to hand you. Number 10. Yep. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. I think that's a big deal. I think that's huge. I think that's a huge deal. Um, uh, it's a scary thought, of course, but, you know. So that last testament, they don't want people in the woods. That's the thing. They don't okay. want people... They want, they want people... In um, micro apartments and just living in a virtual world, you're not you're not gonna have a job like in the in the real world. You're gonna be living or renting in your uh, small apartment, and you're gonna be working in VR, and you're not gonna be able to go outside and be in like be in nature like we are now. Right. Yeah, yeah. So this thing was busted up, and what do you? Now I know. Jeff, you said you think the, what, out of those three things you listed, what do you think it was? Do you have an opinion? Well, what do you mean? What do you think Did it you was? Say there was three different theories of what destroyed the guidestones. Oh, 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 um, lightning, or it was direct energy weapons, or someone placed a bomb there. Do you, th- do you think? It, do you think one of those are, is more real than the other ones? Um. Well, like, I've seen like a, a, a video. Yeah. Like a car pulling up and someone just running and just boom. And then there's another one where the lightning just went and just blew one of them up. And then some say it was a direct energy weapon. So I, I, I don't know what could have been. It all kind of works realistically, you know what I mean? <clears throat> a lot of all three of those would make sense, you know. I do believe in the in the, you know the harp with the mother machine and stuff like that. I do think that they would use it for like weaponry stuff and to blow things up. I think they've even proven that they they they've done these things exactly like oh, blowing yeah. stuff up. I could see a crazy person or maybe somebody hired. I could see definitely blowing it up. I'm not blown away by that. I'm surprised it doesn't have better protection because, if that was the case yeah because that place is is monitored 24 7 right and then actual thunder hitting it you know then you would have to really argue lightning the thunder was the thunder was so loud that it shook them and fucking crumbled at the stones that's what i heard so the lightning hits it. Patakish. Now blew apart the whole deal or just one of the tablets? If lightning, I feel, would just blow apart one of the... It's a, it's multiple little rungs. 
So it, it blew up one. So once one destroyed, they had to uh, take all of them down. And now they're going to rebuild it. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of a weird deal because I feel like they probably could have fixed it without taking down the other ones. So it's kind of uh, that almost falls in line with. If, you know, somebody really wanting it down to re- retell the story, so to speak, redo the rules. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was crazy because nobody knew. Wh- it was one of those fun things where nobody knew where it came from. It just appeared one night. It was like a crop circle. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. nobody ever took credit for it. It was just like this is what you guys need to do. It was like if you like if you were a billionaire and you wanted to do like a weird Banksy art project. And just yeah. like bada boom, there it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you know, the conspiracy theories on them are going haywire, of course, all over the place. But I mean, whenever you have something like that, you're gonna fall into things that are really believable, um, and quite possible that it's reality. You know, I definitely get down with a lot of these things probably being reality up in here. Um, like we we're just talking about the population control for sure. I definitely deal, feel like population control is something they're going to want to address. Um, it's just one of those things, unfortunately, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, and like a lot of people are going to die this winter. Cause like there's gonna be like no food people. There's going to be no heat because they're getting rid of um, fossil fuels. So they're yeah. finding a way to heat their homes and like, me living in an apartment, I'm fucked. They're going to give everybody a nuclear rock <laughs> from the aliens that you put in your living room and it glows and it keeps your whole house warm. But yeah. you, you start to grow uh, trees out of your chest and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what, you know, I was going to ask a crazy question if, if anybody felt that otherworldly things played a part in any of this. Like a UFO or an alien type vibe. Well, they always do exist. They're just in there. They're in the Antarctic and they're in the fucking underground bunkers and shit. I seen something the other night that I put on my phone that it was either a UFO or somebody with a drone. It was pretty high up. It was pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was was four theories. Yeah, yeah. It was. yeah, and it, it kind of, like, I followed it, and it went behind the building, and then it, like, followed me back. So, I don't know. I'm here to tell the story, so I don't think it's too too drastically, uh, it hasn't killed me yet, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, it's, a uh, the reset, you know, what do you guys think? Do you think they're, at, at the end of this whole deal, you think that the reset is a real thing? No, uh, well, it is. It's, it's already happening, dude. It's already happening. And the overall game plan for it is what? What do you think? World, what do you think the plan is? World domination. He's a he's a he's a um, real life Doctor Evil. I mean, quadrillion billion dollars. And it's that Schwab dude you were saying? That's the that's the man behind the whole thing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's some scary stuff, man. Uh, Alexander Hawk, what are you thinking about the Great Reset? Well, I would not be surprised uh, that those in, in power are trying to find a way to make sure that they themselves and their many offspring uh, in, in the future uh, you know, uh, spawn of their loins, hmm. uh, keep uh, control of of everyone and manipulate the situation. Um, I think they're more of opportunists than, than, you know, like, you know, actually planning and releasing like COVID-19, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, because I mean, if you look at how things were set up, it looks like they had it planned for like more of a uh, 10, 20, 30 year, you know, kind of slowly chipping away at, uh, at everything. And I mean, honestly, it's, it started like from the Reagan era and, and they started slowly chipping away, making loopholes and all that. And the fact is, by the time, you know, Trump came into office, I would probably say they had another 20 or 30 years planned at least 
to, you know, finally get to the end, but with the pandemic coming around, they saw an opportunity to, you know, put everything in, in top gear. And that's what they did. I mean, yeah, if they can find a way to cut down the population and make it easier to control, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I mean, the population thing is definitely, you got, you got, because the population thing, when you think about it, it's really like just, you know, trying to keep humanity going. It's kind of like, how do you stay alive as a species? Because realistically, like I said, I'm not for, I, I'm not for population control killing people off. Who's to say who goes? No. Once, once they start saying who gets to go and who gets to stay of innocent people, you know what I mean? It's like, that's troublesome stuff because then it's, you know, the outcasted, the people that don't fit into the plan, the people that might have an opinion of their own or might not just jump into anything, you know, right off because they're told to type deal. You know, those are going to realistically be the people that are kind of done away with. And I've said it on the, the show before, you know, I think that, that that's coming. Like, there is going to be something happen. You know, it's almost, you know, the Mark of the Beast type deal to get religious is kind of like the same. Yeah. It's the same type that's of coming vibe. Through too, man. It's the same type of vibe where it's like, you know, you have to do something, or if you don't do it, you're, ex- it you're exiled. The, Mark of the, the overall story of the Mark of the Beast, without getting into it too deep, is it's like you got to do something. You come to a point where they say you have to do this, and if you don't do it, you get killed over it. You know what I mean? You get weeded out. And yeah. you know, even if you take the religious aspect out of it, I do think that that formula is being used to some degree just for, you know, whether it's greed solely in power or whether if people do have maybe – you know, it was crazy as you look, I look at this and when I think of the future and it needed to be done, it's almost, there's almost even like, I hate to even say that there's a dark, like, like even the right thing to do almost might be dark in a way. Like I do think that there needs to be some type of more control of, of population, but not to the point of like killing people off and, you know, not to the point of telling people what they can do with their kids and stuff like that. But I do think that they, they there has to be some type of I don't know slow down how many people are rolling out I don't know I know a lot of you know a lot of people die uh, just as much as people are born but uh, I'd like to know the actual numbers of what where it stays at you know what I mean I don't know if that's even possible but it's uh, it's an interesting definitely an interesting discussion in itself right there but so population control yeah I definitely think that you know, that's being thought of when you really break down, you know, you want humanity to live, you know, it's got to be on the top five list of things that need to be addressed. Um, But yeah, you know, but I do, I wouldn't put a past greedy folk to do greedy things, you know what I mean? Uh, And hit that reset button. You know what I mean? Just like the old Nintendo back in the day, you pull out the cartridge, you blow it down, you pop it back in and you hit that reset button. Pating. It's all one big Nintendo 64 game. That's yeah. that's life for everybody, right? They're going like, to control all energy, all like food, minerals, just everything. When you die, you go into the you go into the court, you go into the big house, the big house of energy. Very scary stuff. Yeah. They got Billy Gates knows that he he knows the deal. The thing with Bill Gates and the population control thing is that I remember hearing that his dad was like one of uh, like the co-founders of like Planned Parenthood type deal back in the day. So like it's been a that like population control has been in his family and in their like their agenda kind of for a while. Um, again, it's such a weird, crazy thing. You know, the people that get deep into the science and technology. Those are the people that really, they, they, I think they look at, they have an easier way of looking at things in the way of like, yeah, it's going to be a problem someday. We need to ixnay some stuff. We need to figure out a way to do it. But like I said, I think, you know, not killing people is good and maybe figuring out an, a better alternative is uh, is the best thing to do in a situation. What's their like it's, it's the word of the farm themselves. What's their rules? It's kind of well, and I also do. Th- I feel like the, the the it's off the track far enough now that nothing really could be done. I feel like uh, 
I feel like I always end up bleak with the with, <laughs> in bleak discussions of, a, but I do that you know something really crazy I guess would have to move in the positive direction, um, but I don't think I almost think it I don't think it's I think everybody just hold on to your butts like Samuel Jackson says you know what I mean I think it's one of those deals it's like it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better unfortunately and, uh, yeah because like when, we're only yeah. we're only going up. As a society, we're only going up the ro- the roller coaster track. We haven't even really hit the fucking peak yet. I think, unfortunately, yeah. and the ride down is going to be horrifying. And I don't think yeah. I don't think a lot of people are going to be able to take the ride down. We're going to lose them along the way. It's very sad, but yeah. uh, crazy. I guess you, all you can really do is just kind of take care of yourselves. In times like this, you just kind of take care of yourselves, your families, your friends. Um, grow, learn how to grow your foods and stuff. That's a big deal for you know. Time do that, yeah. They're they're gonna make that legal pretty soon. Work on your relationships. You know, relationship with your neighbor is important. If they if they like you, they'll be less likely to put a shovel through your head for the tomatoes you got in your you know what I mean kitchen. Yeah. So, I, relationships are huge, and maybe that's how we'll find world peace after all in the apocalypse. So we hope everybody had fun with this episode. If you did enjoy other episodes, because there's a plenty of them out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, be good, be well. We'll catch y'all on the next episode of Behold, 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 uh, a pale podcast day. This is the plan that I have repeatedly warned about to take the tools of oppression used to tackle the coronavirus and use them all, lockdowns, forced business closures, exclusion zones, isolation. We heard, we heard Angela Marsden earlier, businesses shut down, isolation at home, all of that, all of those measures, including destroying private property rights and private income in order to tackle the climate crisis. Now is a historical moment, a time, not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system. We have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. So we must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. The Great Reset is a welcome recognition that this human tragedy must be a wake-up call. It is imperative that we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate and rebalance our world. Rebalancing investment, harnessing science and technology and advancing the transition to net zero emissions, all elements of the Great Reset are fundamental to building the future we need. And that last one was the clown Guterres who was at the Climate Ambition Summit telling us the world is going to cook by three and a half degrees or something by the end of the century. Yeah, right. This great reset is as serious and as dangerous a threat to our prosperity, to your prosperity and your freedom as we have faced in decades. With these powerful bodies, including the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the International Monetary Fund and even Prince Charles boasting, yes, boasting that within a few few short years, yes, their words, you will own nothing and you will be happy.